Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Thursday, June 22nd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A Missouri supplemental nutrition program has received a bump in funding for fresh fruits and vegetables. We've had participants tell us, oh, I get to actually buy a kiwi and have my kids try it. We'll learn more about recent changes to Missouri WIC in just a few minutes. A group of Missouri teens is campaigning for legislation to lower the voting age in local and school elections to 16. St. Louis Public Radio's Lily Halloran reports. Vote 16 Mo's organizers argue it would increase civic education and encourage high voter turnout. Lexi Chrysler is the initiative's assistant director. She thinks St. Louis teenagers would jump at the chance to vote, especially on issues like gun violence. A lot of the people around St. Louis are waiting for a change, especially minors, um, but they are the ones who are affected the most because they can't say anything and gun violence especially is plaguing youth right now in St. Louis. Though Chrysler and others are lobbying Missouri legislators to author a bill, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft questions whether teens have enough life experience. I'm Lily Halloran, St. Louis Public Radio. The Tennessee teen volleyball player who lost her legs in a downtown St. Louis crash is suing the city. Janae Edmondson is also taking legal action against two drivers. She was pinned between two cars in February while in St. Louis for a tournament. Both legs were amputated. One of the drivers was out on bond despite violating his conditions several times. The case put more pressure on then-St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, who eventually resigned. Edmondson says in the lawsuit that her future has been brutally ripped away and the crash was preventable. The legal filing seeks more than $25,000 in damages. St. Louis is getting hotter. A recent study finds when greenhouse gas emissions peak in 2040, St. Louis would be one of five metro areas most affected by an extreme heat belt. Freelance environmental reporter Kelly Smith has covered the city's extreme heat for the River City Journalism Fund. She says St. Louis's geographical location is partially responsible. We get a lot of moisture from the Gulf of Mexico coming up, and so that moisture leads to that high humidity, and with warmer temperatures, the atmosphere is able to hold more moisture. And so we have this combination of rising temperatures and higher humidity that is just coupling together and creating a worse situation. Smith was a guest yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. Her work is at stlpr.org. The St. Louis County Health Department is reporting its first confirmed case of M-pox this year. The county says there have been 43 cases since last July. M-pox causes fever, aches, and a rash. Cases spiked nationally late last summer with hundreds reported daily. Now, a handful of new cases are being reported each day in the U.S. M-pox was previously known as monkeypox. It is caused by a virus related to smallpox. It's spread through close contact with an infected person. That includes sharing clothes, towels, or blankets. Gay and bisexual men and other people in high-risk groups may be eligible for a vaccine through local health departments. International geospatial leader Nadine Alame will lead St. Louis's Taylor Geospatial Institute as its first executive director. She is focusing on making St. Louis a renowned geospatial city. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports. 
Alamey is president and CEO of the Open Geospatial Consortium, an international organization aimed at maintaining and establishing geospatial data standards. She's also a United Nations Geospatial Board member and a U.S. Department of Interior National Geospatial Advisory Committee member. Alamey will succeed Acting Director Vasit Sagan. She says her goal is to push the Institute to become a global geospatial hub, solving climate and food insecurity issues. We become the authoritative, trusted source of geospatial science research that the whole world can depend on and can trust. Alamey will start at the Institute September 1st. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. A St. Louis artist is the newest member of the St. Louis Walk of Fame in the Del Mar Loop. Harry Weber received the honor yesterday. He's a sculptor of historical figures and prominent athletes. Weber's work includes Cardinals Hall of Famers, a statue of Dredd and Scott Harriet outside the old courthouse downtown, and another of Chuck Berry on Del Mar Boulevard. The St. Louis native's sculptures are also in other U.S. cities and other countries, including China. Missouri WIC, or Women, Infants, and Children, is an education and supplemental nutrition program for pregnant and postpartum people and children up to the age of five. Administrative Coordinator Ann Strope discusses recent changes to the program with reporter Rebecca Smith. And I'm wondering if, to start us off, can you just tell us a little bit about WIC and about the need for it in Missouri? There are still so many people out there that would qualify for our services and really benefit from our services. Over the past 50 years, there's been lots of research that continuously proves that being on the WIC program improves the health of the participant in the time they're with WIC and beyond. People don't know how much WIC has grown, especially in the last four years. They think it's still, you know, this voucher check system and it's cumbersome and it's embarrassing at the store because you're always holding up the line. And that's not the case anymore. And so it's really trying to get that word out more about the changes and how we're improving that accessibility to our participants. Yeah. So what are some of those changes that have happened in the last four years? So one of them is moving off of our check system into um, what we call our eWIC card, which is an EBT card. It's like a debit card. And so before you had checks and you had to present these checks and you had to sign it, cashier had to sign it, and you had to get everything at the same time. So if you had four gallons of milk in a month, you got four gallons that day. But we rolled out with our eWIC card. And with that, participants can get benefits throughout the month whenever they need. And the PIN, their personal identification number that comes with their card, acts as the signature. And so it makes it a little bit more streamlined at the stores. It makes it less obvious that you are a WIC participant, which is a good thing. And in October 2022, we added over 700 items to the approved food list that we have here in Missouri. Another really cool thing I didn't tell you about, we joined the WIC Shopper app. And this is a smartphone application that's free. Then our participants can um, upload their card information to their app. And so they can see what benefits they have. They can track what they have left more easy. Some of them even get appointment reminders through the app. So the last question I have for you, Anne, unless you think I've missed anything, is what do you want people to know about Missouri WIC? Maybe people who've never heard of it before and aren't sure if they qualify, or maybe people who are worried about that stigma. You were there for your child, and WIC is there for you. And so if you're struggling to make ends meet, 
and you're worried that your child has eaten mac and cheese and hot dogs for the fifth day in a row, this is things that WIT can help with because WIT can provide those nutritional foods and allow them to try new things. We actually got a bump in how much allowance people get for fresh and frozen fruits and vegetables. We've had participants tell us, oh, I get to actually buy a kiwi and have my kids try it because we have the ability to do that now. And I'm finding my kids love lots of different fruits and vegetables. And if you don't know much about WIC, think of WIC as more of a resource in your back pocket. Just because WIC is for women, infants, and children doesn't mean you have to be a woman to apply. If you are a father, a grandparent, a guardian, a foster parent, any kind of caregiver, if you have children under the age of five in your care, they could qualify for benefits. That was Missouri WIC Administrative Coordinator Ann Strope speaking with reporter Rebecca Smith about recent changes to the program. Rebecca is a reporter at public radio station KBIA in Columbia. Before wrapping up, two players and a coach with St. Louis Blues Connections are headed to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Center Pierre Turgeon, coach Ken Hitchcock, and goalie Tom Barrasso are part of this year's seven-member class. Hitchcock says the honor caps a lengthy career. This isn't just about the NHL. This is about uh, some of the accomplishments in minor hockey and in Olympics and international play. And I'm really proud of what I've given back to the game because the game has given me so, so much. Hitchcock made those comments on the NHL Network shortly after yesterday's announcement. We thank the NHL Network for that audio. Hitchcock coached St. Louis for six seasons, guiding the Blues to the playoffs five times. He led the Dallas Stars to a Stanley Cup. In 1999, Turgeon came to the Blues in 96 after a trade with Montreal. He tallied at least 20 goals and 60 points in each of his five seasons in St. Louis. Barrasso spent most of his career with Pittsburgh and Buffalo. He won two Stanley Cups in Pittsburgh. He finished his career with six games in St. Louis in 2003. Ashley Lissenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis, Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.